Top of the morning to you. This is uh, Coffee Conversations with Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Hope you're doing well. This is uh, day after St. Patty's Day. We're mm-hmm. recording, so I get a, I still have a bit of a bit of Irish music still still going <laughs> in my head. Dropkick Murphys <laughs> St- still uh, still raging, still playing. Yeah, in, in the head, but it's ironic because there's uh, much more Irish weather today than there was yesterday. Yesterday was beautiful. It, it was. was uh, in Ohio, it was 55 and sunny and uh, and great. And now it is it is. 40 and raining. And raining and windy. <laughs> but so. hey, did you have a good uh, St. Patrick's Day? We did. We started the night before eating corned beef and kind of had corned beef for breakfast, lunch, and dinner yesterday. <laughs> so Put it in your eggs. Yeah. Put it on your sandwich. Put it, uh, yeah. So yeah. I'm corned beefed out. I, oh, I'm yeah. going to go do salads for the next week. <laughs> so Nice. Yeah, we had some with the, with the staff from one of the restaurants around here, and it was it was really good. Yeah. And it was I, just nice being together. Oh, yeah. For lunch. We yeah, a little festive a lunch. You know, we'll, we'll get together, you know, with the staff members and, and share lunches. But, you know, when you can, mm-hmm. we can, when you can eat out and. And have corned beef. Yeah. Corned beef. It's, it's, I still haven't clarified this quite yet. It's, it's <laughs> beef that's been soaked in like, like a brine or yeah, something. Salt and seasonings, I think. Right. And boiled for. And then boiled. Hours. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Dark magic. But, um, yeah. It's, it was really good. Yeah. It was great. And um, nobody, we, well, we all had green, we all had green shirts on in some way. Nobody nobody dressed up as a leprechaun. <laughs> no. Not this year. <laughs> yes. Although we, we were sharing stories of uh, one of the uh, one of the staff members who had mm-hmm. dressed up as uh, St. Patrick. Uh, Patrick one year. <laughs> uh, fun to fun to relive it was but yes it's it's going well today we want to talk a little bit about uh, the ignatian examine so this this will this conversation will relate a bit to one of our previous conversations on you know praying always so you can go back and listen to that conversation uh, if you haven't heard that one yet but it was you know from some from saint paul you know, he has he has this exhortation to you know pray always pray unceasingly and, you know, what does that really uh, kind of mean and how can we really do that? Does it mean, you know, we have to sit, you know, <laughs> sit in a corner with our rosary beads, you know, all the time. And, um, you know, we have things to do in the world. Mm-hmm. But uh, so this will be a little bit of an extension of that conversation because we mentioned the Ignatian examine. So St. Ignatius of Loyola was a, a Spanish saint and he was really a pioneer uh, of the spiritual uh, life in, in many ways. And uh, the Lord revealed to him many things about, you know, how to have a relationship with God in prayer and what does it mean to discern um, the spirits, discern our our thoughts uh, and different things. So we're going to walk today a little bit through the formula uh, or you know, method formula. There's, there's, mm-hmm. there's five steps that make up uh, the Ignatian examine. And I think it's it can be important for us because I think a lot of times when we pray, we pray about things either in the moment or in the future, mm-hmm. and maybe not as much uh, praying with things that have already happened. I don't know. In my experience, sometimes. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That we're usually praying for, oh God, help me with this, right. or oh God, help this person who's struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, but we very seldom look backwards. Yeah, looking for where God's been in the past. Right. Right. And I think that's, I think we may have mentioned this last time that grace, you know, so God's 
work, God's life, is something that is really even seen more or less in hindsight. Mm-hmm. That we don't really notice when God's doing things in our lives. And it's only until we really kind of stop and reflect that we can see, you know, where he was and uh, and where we were, you know, and, and where you know, we were either competing with him or cooperating with, with mm-hmm. God. So the examine is this prayer of, of kind of looking back at our day uh, with God and kind of making that a prayer. There's about five steps, and the Ignatian, uh, Ignatian examine, you know, is really kind of a short prayer. It's not supposed to be very long, probably about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes at most. Have you had much experience praying uh, the examine? I've used it often um, and found it really helpful. Yeah. And sometimes I make it through a couple more steps or sometimes I just get stuck on the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of a method of praying. It's not like mm-hmm. a formula where like we have to do this and then this and then this and then this. Like, and if we don't do all the steps, you know, we kind of, we kind of failed you know, right. in some way. Like, eh, try over. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really something, it's just a, it's a way of kind of thinking about prayer that helps us to pray. I know in, in my life, I, I try to do it. Yeah, this is good that we're doing this podcast because <laughs> confession, I'm, I, I really struggle with this prayer. Um, maybe it's the time of day. I'll, I'll do it you know, at the end of the day when I'm praying night prayer, which is uh, you know, the liturgy of the hours, which all priests um, promise to pray. I'll kind of try to add it in you know, to the beginning of night prayer. And, and usually I'm just, I'm, I am pretty tired, you know, just at the end of the day. And it's mm-hmm. like, I've been doing things for you, God, you know, kind of all day. I don't, I don't want to do more <laughs> things, which maybe that's something I should pray about. But, um, so I've been trying to do night prayer and this, and this kind of prayer exercise a little earlier mm-hmm. so that I actually kind of have some, some time for it. And it could be done kind of any time, you know, it doesn't need to be done at the end of the day. You know, it can take, uh, maybe some time in our, on our, our lunch break. Something like that, too. So, okay, we've talked kind of a little bit about it. So we're going to go into the steps of the Ignatian uh, examine. So first, becoming aware of God's presence. Second, reviewing the day with gratitude. Third, paying attention to our emotions. Fourth, choosing a feature of the day uh, or a a moment of the day, an event of the day, and, and praying from it praying into it. And then lastly, looking forward to uh, tomorrow. So we'll just kind of go back and forth and mm-hmm. kind of take apart each one of these. Um, so how about the first one, uh, Deacon Bob, you know, becoming aware of God's presence. So that's the first step of the examine. I think this step is really one of the strongest parts of this prayer. Um, in 1 John chapter 4, verse 10, it says, And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he's loved us and sent his son as expiation for our sins. That we start with the fact that God loves us and that God's been present in our entire day. So as we look back over the day, where are those parts where we recognize God's presence? Or where are those struggles that Mm -hmm. we can invite God into? Um, But it's always God who starts this prayer. Yeah. And that's kind of a huge thing um, to really kind of think about. That we're... we're, Prayer is invitation, that we're, we're inviting God to kind of be in this little space, you know, mm-hmm. in, in time, you know, to kind of be with us. I think, you know, that kind of makes me, you know, reminds me of this kind of thought that 
and, and maybe this is kind of a mind-blowing thing, and we can think about this, but that prayer isn't just what we do or say, but it's something that God wants to do and does within us. So maybe that's like, maybe that doesn't make any sense. Um, that's kind of a mysterious statement. Like, what is it? What does that mean? God wants to do something in me. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't make sense, that's okay. You know, uh, mystery is kind of a part of our faith uh, in a very real sense. And I think it's just exposing ourselves to things that our church teaches. And, and it's the journey of life that helps us to be able to kind of know what they are over time. So, you know, God wants to do things within us. He wants to pray within us. And as, as Christians, we don't, want to just, we don't just want to merely say prayers, but we want to uh, really pray, which is this kind of conversation mm-hmm. that the examine is leading us to. Yeah, so great. So first, becoming aware of God's presence and, and inviting us. So first, first step. Second step, uh, reviewing the day with gratitude. So this is, again, kind of the sense of looking back over our day. There's many things that happen. Uh, exteriorly. Uh, We we could even maybe segment it out, like take a minute or two with the first part of your day. Mm -hmm. So like the morning time, take a few minutes with the afternoon time, and then take a few minutes with the evening time. You know, there's a lot of things that happen uh, exteriorly. Um, You know, people we talk to, um, situations that happen, emails that we have to write, and all of those external things result in some kind of interior, you know, reality as well. You know, were we, uh, were we angry? Were we joyful? Were we stressed? Uh, Were we kind of, you know, monotone, you know, and and were we, were we conscious about, Mm -hmm. you know, whether we wanted to invite God into any of those things. So this, this, this part of the prayer is really just kind of objectively kind of looking over, looking over the day of the things that happened and inviting God to do that with you. And I think, I love the fact that we're doing this with gratitude. Right. Like, it's easy to look at the, the happy things that happen with gratitude. I think, for me, it's harder when there's those people or struggles that are harder to deal with. So right. how, how can I be grateful for those moments or those encounters when I've been stretched to my limit? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and asking God to, to help me see what, what good can come out of this. Yeah. Or where was God in the midst of that? Um, or did I just block God out and have a tantrum? You yeah. know, it's like, yeah. I don't know. That is something that marks something of growth in the Christian life. You know, not that we're perfect, mm-hmm. but that when we can approach things with gratitude, um, even if they were difficult things, to know that God was somehow present in this with me, uh, to be grateful is a good sign, you know, kind of for us in our lives. And, and to, and that's part of why we ask for God's presence is to kind of stir up this gratitude within Mm -hmm. us, even if we're not really feeling it uh, at the time based upon what's gone, happened in the day. So, all right. Yeah. So reviewing second, uh, reviewing our day with gratitude. Now, third, paying attention uh, to our emotions. So I think this is a really good one too, is, you know, our, and you hear a lot in psychology that your emotions are your emotions. Um, they're not good or bad, but how do we um, ask God to help us in the midst of that, in the midst of our fear? St. Paul says, it's okay to be angry, just don't sin in your anger, mm-hmm. you know, and looking yeah. at, 
the times that I was angry or the times that I was fearful or anxious? How do we ask God to be part of that moment? Mm -hmm. And if we have failed somehow, then we ask God's forgiveness in that. Mm -hmm. But I definitely think asking God to help us understand the emotion. Why did I react this way yeah. to this situation? Yeah. Approaching it, uh, not just with gratitude, but curiosity. Because um, we can be, I mean, maybe I'm speaking from my own experience, but I know I can be hard on myself, you know. Um, beat myself up about, oh, I did this wrong, did that wrong, did this wrong, did that. You know? mm -hmm. we, we can very easily accuse ourselves. But that's not what God wants to do uh, in our lives. He wants to He wants to lift us up. He wants to raise us up. He wants to move us forward. And um, so that's another kind of growth in this kind of interior prayer of, is being able to approach it with uh, a sense of, of curiosity. So one of the one of the resources I've come across in my own uh, spiritual journey, where some of these thoughts were coming, were sharing with today is it's a little book called Reimagining the Ignatian uh, Examine. It's by a, a Jesuit priest. Uh, he has a, a French last name. I'll probably <laughs> probably mispronounce it, so I'll just. I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll just I'll just include I'll just include the little. <clears throat> but it's very It's it's very good. And he kind of gives some, some basic pointers about how to approach the examine. And then there's probably, let's see, 20, 30 different, different kinds of ex examines. So there's the traditional one, which is what we're talking about. But then there, he even provides you lots of different kinds because, you know, you're at a different place every day. Mm -hmm. So it helps to kind of make prayer fresh because we can go through different periods of dryness in prayer where we're not, you know, not really feeling anything. So it's a, this is a good aid. But he talks, he has one line that's really important in regards to this, like, you know, focusing on our, our sins, that we, should, we need to acknowledge them but not focus on them. And he says, we spend time on our failures uh, to move on from them, to turn those stumbling blocks into stepping stones. Mm -hmm. So I think that's just kind of an important sense that, yeah, there's plenty of failures and mistakes throughout the day, uh, but God doesn't want us to focus on them. Uh, he wants us to acknowledge them. But then, you know, it's really the ability to ask, you know, us ask for forgiveness and grace to move on from those things. Uh, that's the most important. So That sounds good. And maybe we can include the, the link to the website. So yeah. if you don't want to read the whole book, you can um, just take a look at the website as a good place to start. Correct. Um, yeah, there's tons of resources uh, on, on the examine. So but we'll, we'll share the two that we're using with you guys today. Oh, there's another another thing he mentions too is that you know journaling can be mm -hmm. helpful. Um, this is where I, I I I like journaling a lot. But he he emphasizes journaling like a tweet sized journal or thought. So it's not like you're kind of going on and going on and going mm -hmm. on. It's just an acknowledgement of like okay, what was the event? What was the thought? What was God saying? And uh, just kind of putting that down so that you can see over time. Okay, this is you know mm -hmm. how God moved. Not really focusing on saying a ton of things, but just a little bit. So, Okay, so pay attention to your emotions. Uh, that was the third. Now the fourth, you know, choose a feature of the day uh, and pray from it or, or pray into it in a sense. So this is where you kind of take, take a little focus on what were really the major things that happened, uh, positive, or, positive or negative, and really kind of sit with it for a few moments. So maybe there was one thing that happened in the morning, one thing happened in the afternoon, one thing that happened in the evening. And kind of just sitting with that for, you know, um, a few minutes. 
kind of just being in the silence. And that's sometimes that's not easy for us. But that's that's the space where God speaks to us when we are just kind of not doing anything. Then we can kind of pay attention to, you know, our emotions, our thoughts, our our feelings. You know, those those tell us, you know, something of what what God was God, what God is is speaking to us. So that's kind of an important place to kind of just slow down and, and do that. And I think it also invites us to ask God to help us because we're probably going to encounter the same people right. or the same situations day in and day out. So how do we look at that moment and invite God into it, not only what happened today, but also then inviting God to help us tomorrow? Mm-hmm. So if there's somebody who's annoying you, how do I pray for that person? Not to change them, but to help me understand why do they do what they do or how are they responding to me? Um, and asking God to help me figure out how to deal with that. Right, right. Yeah, and that leads into the last uh, the last point of the examine, uh, looking forward to tomorrow. What do we have? What what do we have that's on the horizon that we we are we are aware of? Maybe that's you know something external, something that's going to be going on at work, an email we have to send, a conversation we need to have, or or it's something you know kind of internal that we kind of sense our we sense ourselves getting anxious, you know, and uh, maybe we're having certain temptations, you know, uh, in our life uh, towards certain sins, and then we know that like tomorrow, you know what, based upon what's going to be going on, I'm going to need grace in this area, you know, I'm going to need some help here. So kind of looking on to those things, not obsessing about them, um, leaving it in the Lord's hands, but kind of talking with him about those, about those things. So those are the five, uh, the five uh, steps of the Ignatian examine. Becoming aware of God's presence, reviewing the day with gratitude, paying attention to our emotions, choosing a certain you know, moment of the day and, and praying with it, and then looking forward to tomorrow. And just to kind of maybe close out this this conversation, you know, this idea, you know, there's a difference between uh, meditation and prayer. So, again, this is a God-centered activity. This is a God-centered thing that we want to do. And that's really what makes prayer, prayer. So we want to take, we want to have God take the lead. Uh, We want to, you know, instead of just talking to ourselves Mm -hmm. and thinking our own thoughts, which I'm very good at, you know, we actually want to talk to God. So, you know, we want to keep God the focus throughout this whole thing. If we have a thought, you know, actually say like, Lord, this happened. Mm-hmm. Lord, this really made me angry. Lord, I need, you know, help in this area. And to be specific about that, you really try to make it a conversation in, mm-hmm. in your own head and within your own person. I think that helps it to keep it prayer and not just like us ruminating on our own thoughts. Right. Or focusing on what didn't go right that day. Sure. Um, sure. But again, relying on it's God who initiates this and helps us through those moments. Right. Yeah. And then and then and then simply after we've said what we need to say, really taking the time to listen to what God has to say. Uh, and there's a whole host of ways, you know, that He will He will speak. And whether you know we feel like He's saying anything or not, just the act of listening, you know, mm-hmm. is an act of love. You know that that God will that God will bless you know in any way. That he knows that we need. So beautiful. Um, this was great. A little conversation on the Ignatian exam. And again, we'll include some of the links uh, in the in, in the description. 
And we hope we can maybe embrace this, this kind of way of prayer, even as we're kind of nearing the end of our Lenten journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can maybe, maybe can pick up, pick up this little habit uh, in these last few weeks as we get close to Easter. Maybe something we can carry over into, into our lives. So it'll be good. It's a good, good reminder for me. Yeah. And me too. <laughs> Again too. So, um, and if you're struggling with steps to pray, um, Romans 8.26 says, We don't know how to pray as we ought, but the Holy Spirit prays within us. And sometimes that's through inexpressible groanings or beyond words. So sometimes just a huge sigh helps us to remember that God's with us um, and to put whatever that situation is into God's care. Yeah, amen. Beautiful. Well, uh, Deacon Bob, you want to close us out sure. with a little prayer? In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord God, we ask you to keep our focus on you. Help us to see you in every moment of every day. And um, just surround us with your peace and your love in the midst of whatever might be struggling with us. And help us to look forward to tomorrow, knowing that it'll be a new day and you'll be with us even still. And we ask these things as we ask all things through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed day, everybody. Um, good to good to be with you again. We'll try to stay dry today. Yeah, stay inside with my with my tea. <laughs> Nothing else. Coffee, coffee, and Jesus. Yep. It's the eighth, the eighth sacrament. It's all you need. So. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer needs, drop us an email and know that we're praying for you wherever you may be. Adios.